0: Hey everybody, what's up and welcome back to the Cartech Garage. After a pretty good hiatus, yeah. we decided to take the summer off. Um Hey, but we're back. And of course, we're here back to talk about cars. Max? I'm excited. I know <laughs> I
1: know. I always say I'm excited, but I really am this time. Uh, it's been a little while. We took a little bit of a kind of a brief break, if you will, um, and started going through, you know, just a lot of personal things, business things, you know, just a lot going on. So decided to take a little bit of a break, but excited now to, to kick it back into action, if you will.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: I guess today, what do we want to talk about? So we're going to talk about some tires. So I actually had a really awesome opportunity um, through Continental in general um, to essentially go and test some of their tires out in Texas. Um, so it was a really neat event that we got an invite to. So I was, went out to San Antonio, um, then drove out to Uvalde and basically got to go through what's called their proving grounds. Um, so this is a huge facility. I mean, there's all kinds of fun stuff there. There's hidden things that you're not supposed to know about secret test portions, but It took us on quite a few. So I get to go through and kind of test a few different tires. Um, And just to clarify, you got
0: to do on-road and off-road stuff, which was usually just to to kind of draw a picture. Most of the time when these um, manufacturers do these sponsored events – they typically pick one scenario and then roll with it. Like they'll just just do a track day for like a specific tire opening or something like that, or they'll just do an off-road event. You got to go through the full cycle. Correct. So it was
1: it was, I mean, definitely by far one of the most exciting experiences I've had because it's as you said, you know, most of them are hey, test this tire, only one track, there's no mm-hmm. competitors, where this was just a, a multitude of different tests. Um, so the first one we got to do, which is kind of, I would say top, top of the, the list, but mm-hmm. I'll start off with it. So kind of go in order of how I experienced them. Um, so basically you went into groups, there's a few people. So you had a, basically a co-driver that would ride with you, you would switch off. So if you chose to ride with them, you could, if not, you didn't have to, because the first one, if you have any sort of motion sickness and haven't been around high speed vehicles, it gets to you pretty quick. You know, luckily I'm, I'm experienced around it. I don't get a lot of motion sickness. So for me, it was very easy. I I will say it was about the nervous I've been in many, many years. Um, even more nervous than like a first date. I mean, that was the (laughs) only way I could describe it. Um, so we get out there and I, I don't really know what I'm getting into yet. You know, they kind of explained to us, we did our safety meeting in the morning. Um, of course, we watched uh, Talladega Nights on the bus ride to the track, so I was amped. I was ready. I was ready to go fast. I mean, it was it was imprinted in my brain. Um, so we go to the first one, and it is the high speed test. Um, so they are using the Continental DWS, um, one of their sports summer tires. I can't now, remember the name.
0: Was it the Extreme Contact DWS06 or Correct. was it the Extreme Contact DW? Um, both. Oh, okay. So you got to try the wet and just the, the you summer, know, like the more or less, you know, DOC track tire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's an ultra high performance summer tire and then they have the performance all season, which is the DWS 06 for dry, wet snow.
1: Correct. Yeah. So we compared those two, um, those, I mean, much different. And then also there was a Michelin pilot sport, which <laughs> big, big competitor, you know, and, in that and truly run.
0: that Michelin pilot sport. I mean, you can't knock it. There's a reason they put them on so many high end cars. It is a great tire. It's a, a great benchmark, in fact, for that yes. performance category.
1: And I ended up riding, um, with a gentleman that was from New York. Uh, his name was Austin. So we were pretty much paired up the whole day. So it was, I would make two, two laps around, we'd switch cars, Go into the next car, test the next car. I would drive two cars, go into the next car, and basically run. He'd ride with me, and then we would go back around rotation. He would drive, I'd ride along. So you basically did two laps around. I forget how long the track was. It was a pretty decent track, a bunch of S turns. I mean, all all kinds of stuff that if you really hadn't driven in this manner, which I don't have a whole lot of experience, it was kind of an eye opener of hey, I I can't drive as fast as I thought I could. Um, but the first one we rode in, so I was riding along. Um, it was actually a brand new Supra, two of them, and a two. I want to say twenty eight. Two of the two twenty eights. Those were the others. So you had the BMWs. One was in the Michelin. Um, the other was in. I'm forgetting. I should remember. Was it Pirelli? It. No, I think it was actually another Continental. So oh, it was okay. the Pilot Sport. And I think they may have done a Michelin all-season tire, so very similar
0: to the DWS-06
1: yeah. and then the Pilot so Sport. Probably they,
0: they probably did the Michelin Pilot Sport. Uh, I don't know if they do the Pilot Sport Cups or the SP-2. Um, those are like the higher-performance ones. And then they have the uh, Michelin Pilot Sport AS-4, I believe it's called. That's for all-season. Um, and that should be a more direct competitor to the DWSO six. Correct. L- needless to say, in this event, I was so nervous and had so much fun.
1: That I couldn't even remember. I just knew <laughs> whether or not I was driving a continental or not. Um, so we went around the bend and come to find out, um, the gentleman who I was riding with and we kind of teamed up all day, he does a lot of track days. So mm-hmm. he is very experienced in autocross, all that. So he was obviously a much better driver. Um, I laughed him when we were getting the car and I said, Hey, just, so you know, usually I don't like other people driving, so please don't kill me. He started laughing and it was, it was awesome. Cause he, as we went through the laps, I mean, he was pushing it further and further and kind of giving me a couple pointers along the way. Um, but needless to say it was neat because we had the first run in the morning. So it was about 70 degrees. Um, it got up to about almost a hundred degrees at the point. So the first few runs, It was really neat to see the change in how the tires started to react because the first run that we had, they all just wanted to go all over the place. Um, I think the DWS-06 was the best on my first run because it was just, it was the perfect all season. It felt like a normal driving tire. Um, The summer tire really didn't perform very well because obviously it was cold and hadn't warmed up yet. And then as we went on, it started to warm up because we started this from, I think, around 9 to 10. It started to really warm up. Sun came out. Um, The Michelin started to slip around more. I felt less comfortable, but I will say with that and being open because, I mean, I'm very scientific, so I love tests and and always debunking anything. Um, The Michelin seemed to slide around a little bit more, but it was also on the BMW and Mm -hmm. the Supra. Handled a million times better than the BMW.
0: Sorry, are those different cars? Yes. they. Oh, they nah. yeah.
1: I mean, they're very close to the same, but it was just, it was crazy. Just the the Supras, how well they handled, because I have mm-hmm. never driven one. And number two, I mean, I'm doing 60, 70, coming into the front turn. Uh, you're doing a slalom. You're doing a couple hard, you know, hairpin turns. You go through an S turn. You come through a big open turn, almost, I mean, like a NASCAR style, not yeah. as banked. And then you come back and redo that, the um, slalom course. So it was just really neat to see all that, really neat to drive all the cars. And I will say for for the average person, you know, not pushing it to limit the DWS06 really did its job. I mean, it was really something that if I had one of those cars and I wanted to drive it a little more, Agile um, than you mm-hmm. typically would on the road, that was a perfect tire. Um, and then when it came to the Continental, the, their summer tire versus the Pilot
0: Sport, yeah, I was kind of, I don't know, it depended on what you were looking for. And, and you're right, because a lot of those, I, I'd also be interested to know what the actual tire sizes were and then what spec of BMW it was, just to draw a more accurate comparison. Mm-hmm. But I have you know, seen I've, – I've not driven hard on every tire imaginable, obviously, but I have driven pretty hard on a set of Michelin Pilot Sport Cups. Um, they do tend to feel a little bit greasy, but once they're loaded, they still have a ton of traction. Mm-hmm. A lot of track day tires are kind of like that. And the other thing is, on that summer tire, the – actual mechanical grip on that summer tire is going to be so much higher than something on like a dws you've got more contact patch and a much softer compound so the limits of those tires feel different like when it was
1: just a pilot sport like when it was just
0: it might be yeah just your average run of the mill what you would get not like like on a higher performance car though If, if it were against an extreme contact sport as opposed to an extreme contact dws then that would be the comparable tire to it. Okay. But with those track day tires, that's kind of how they work. They'll feel hard when they're cold. So they'll feel very direct, but they actually have a lower grip limit. Um, Oftentimes lower or about the same as like your standard all season tire. Mm -hmm. And then then once they start to heat up, they get a little bit more malleable and they feel a little bit slippery. But as you start to load the tire and get progressively more heat into them, you have to really push it. And then they they have a, a substantial amount of grip at the limit. Um, whereas those other tires tend to fall apart. Like the DWS-06 or even the Michelin Pilot Sport AS4 would not be an apt track tire by means any means because they would degrade so quickly once they got enough temperature in them however on like you said spirited driving you know like a little 30 second minute stint here of some aggressive maneuvering they're good for that but they still have a pretty low threshold of actual mechanical grip like on a lot of sports cars you'll still get you know a lot of slippage um, Mm -hmm. on certain roads but nonetheless it's a great all-season tire and they're perfect For if you have a car, especially like in the Cincinnati area where most people, you know, if they have a sports car, it's only one sports car. And a lot of people around here do drive their toy all seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very common for us to do that here because the winters are pretty mild. We don't get a ton of snow. And it's pretty nice to still have that capability if you have a Supra or a BMW or even a Honda Civic or a Mini Cooper or a Miata, whatever it is. (laughs) As long as you're okay with taking it out in the snow, those tires will – Make sure that you can make it along most roadways and not get snuck in the event stuck in the event of like a dusting. Correct. Now, they're not a snow tire. I want to be very clear here. Everybody thinks that DWS means, oh, well, it's going to be totally capable no. of whatever else a normal snow tire would, and that is the furthest thing from the truth because of snow tires capability. It's just like a track tire. That specialized tire is so far ahead of the standard, you know, Jack of all trades, master of none tire. Correct. So and that something was to keep in mind,
1: like I had, I mean, we've put on a lot of the DWSO6, um, you know, on a lot of the cars that we have come in, you know, your BMWs, nothing too crazy high performance, but your, your top of the line, you know, average daily car. Yeah. Like M240i or something like that. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then what was it? So I had DWSO sixes on my O five civic SI and I Mm -hmm. love those tires. Yeah.
0: And for a car like that, they are awesome.
1: I had more grip than power. I mean, it really was like that civic was, it was quick. It was by no means fast. It was a Honda civic, but I mean, I drove through three, four inches of snow at 40 miles an hour all the way through the state of Kentucky going on a trip one day and felt, I mean, very much confidence as all wheel drive cars are sliding and slipping off the road I'm just sitting here chugging along with the semis, you know, all the the confidence in the world for three inches of snow, of course. And
0: and given an all-season tire, that's way more than most all-season tires can actually bring to the table. I mean, truth be told, most all-season tires are just terrible in the snow, and most people don't realize it. And truly, I think that's because most people have never driven – a vehicle with snow tires or studded tires mm-hmm. because that changes the game. Even even mud terrain, all-terrain tires, they're not very good in the snow either. Not a lot of people really know that. Like well, those, that was... those Jeeps with the big paddle tires on them, they suck in the snow. You can't steer with them. They'll get you out of a ditch or something like that because they have those big tread blocks. But the actual handling characteristics and braking power, none of that's going to be even close to on par with a, 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 a tire design for the snow.
1: Correct. Yeah. So that was, I mean, all in all, that first stage of it, it was really neat. It was way out of my comfort zone. The coolest part that they ended it with. um, So BMW Performance uh, Driving School had a driver down there. I can't remember his name. As I said, this was the first thing in the morning. So, I mean, I was just in shock of what I was being able to do. So my memory from the beginning of the morning, a little bit grayer area, Um, but I actually got to ride around, I think it was a M series uh, four door around one of their tracks And I mean, I had just driven before this, so I thought I was pushing the limitations. I mean, I was driving every, every ounce of of mile per hour that I possibly could push. We get in this thing and I'm riding in the back because there's three of us, hundred miles an hour, banking in the turns, hard braking, getting, I mean, slightly sideways. I mean, just totally ripping through it. I get out of this thing and I'm, I'm I'm almost shaking at this point because I didn't think we were going to go that fast. And number one, I thought it was on the same track that I just drove, but apparently it was not. It was on the track right next to it that I didn't see. So that was a really, really neat experience because it was just, you know, you watch Formula One, you watch NASCAR, you know, NASCAR is always one of those where like, ah, I can't be that hard. But after going that fast and watching a professional driver, it really changed my. Uh, my views on that high-end driving of course i could not drive a formula one car but now i understand like the level of how much further that is above what we were just doing in this you know
0: bmw exactly and and the um just to kind of uh, again just paint more of a picture here the continental testing grounds down there is awesome oh yeah yeah i mean it they, they it is a huge facility they've got like this this Big oval track. I mean, there's so much space, obviously, down there in Texas. Oh, but they've got what? We're like, just in the first first test. This is just day. Yeah. This is morning. It, it's just crazy because I mean, and if you look up an aerial photo, you can do this really easily. It is vast. Like they've oh, it got is. they've got three road courses, oval and circle tracks, drag strips. I mean, it, it's it's they an have absolute it paradise they were doing wet breaking tests i mean all that and then i was
1: talking to one of the the workers there and they said that even you know other manufacturers will actually rent out the facility mm-hmm. um and use the same testing ground that they're using yeah it's i mean that was absolutely crazy yeah that was the section we went on that one you mm-hmm. pulled up a picture to it but so i'll talk about see that big square yeah i'll talk about that too cool cool um But basically, so that was the first test. So then we went to the second one. The second one was not as fun by no means. I mean, I didn't, it it basically, the last one was extremely fun in the first one, but the two in the middle, um, were just a very neat real world application. And that was what I was really excited for. So it was a wet, um, road test. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it was a very slow road. Um, nothing too crazy, but basically they just simulated just like it had rained. You know, there was a small amount of water on there. So we got to drive. It was two Tundras and two Chevy Silverados. Only asterisks I'll say that I, I noticed immediately. And once again, this is my scientific brain kicking in. Cause I love tests. Number one, the tire pressure sensors have been taken out of all of them because they switch out tires so often that might as well not leave them in. I was a little skeptical of that because I was like, I want to know the tire pressure that are running. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just bugs me. But And then there was also a TRD versus a regular limited uh, Tundra. So the two were a little bit different setups. Yeah, they at least different sway bars on them usually. And I, and me being me, I could tell the traction control and the TRD was just, just a little bit better. But we were comparing the Terrain Contact AT mm-hmm. and the Tundra and the Terrain Contact HT. So two very good tires, two highly recommended tires that I I personally really like. I've driven plenty of trucks that we put them on or had them on. And I really like those tires. Um, and then the Silverado, they had a, what was it? A Michelin um,
0: LTX? I uh, think. The Michelin Defender LTX MS. Yes. Yes. So it wasn't the mud, it was just the regular highway yeah, yeah. tire. Yeah, they, so they call it the MS, but it is a highway tread tire, but they put the little MS on there because it, I mean, frankly, it, it performs really well in the snow. I mean, d- disclaimer, I actually on my pilot have a set of Michelin Defender LTX MSs. Yes. Because they don't make the Terrain Contact HT in that size. Because I, I do like Continental, I would have preferred to go with Continental. It's also a lot cheaper than the Michelin mm-hmm. and truly in performance tests. It's almost identical. It is. And, and the terrain contact edges it out a I'm, little bit. I'm going to debunk that. See, the
1: Michelin actually performed the worst. The next one yep. was there was actually a Toyo Open Country 2 or mm-hmm. 3. Two or three, I can't remember. Oh what yeah, now. the, the Toyota. Yeah, so it was a very similar, you That's know, kind of off road tire. tire. It yeah. was, but I will say, out of all of them, the Michelin performed the worst mm-hmm. in the wet traction and turns because you're in a truck, and I mean,
0: you're making hard turns, and, yep. and it just rained. It's all simulated. And and to be fair, too, that Michelin is the oldest tire design out of all those. Correct by by about ten years. <laughs> that the tire's been out for a long time. Correct. And it was one of those that just driving it, you know, I I really like the AT, you know, that's just kind of, if you do a little bit of... I love the AT. The AT is perfect. The HT is good. It's a great highway tire. It's quiet, mm -hmm. but the HT has the stiffer sidewalls and the handling feels so much more precise. See, I really liked the HT and the wet performance, like for what you're looking for for highway
1: tire. And that was a perfect comparison to that Michelin that that HT, I mean, totally outperformed the Michelin. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was a, it was funny because the guy who I was riding with all day, he was a huge Michelin fan. I mean, he loves the pilot sports. He was just very much, he was very upfront about it. And I said, I'm kind of in the middle, but really like continental. I really like general. Like that's a lot of, of what we do and a lot of what I recommend. So it was neat to have somebody sitting in the car with you riding along, kind of going, I'm taking it back on the Michelin on this one. I thought the Michelin was going to totally blow all of these out of the water. And I mean, it, it, you felt so much more uncomfortable now on two of the laps that you would do the first lap that I did, I just did normal driving. That was how I told myself, Hey, we're going to do a fair comparison. So I pushed it just normal driving, how I normally drive my truck. No questions asked. Once again, I mean that the AT and the HT, I think the AT actually handled a little bit better just doing a normal drive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I felt extremely comfortable with the HT. So those two were very good ones. Um, and then once I got to the Michelin, it was as soon as you did kind of a hard turn and accelerate yeah. out, you were kicking it sideways. Yeah,
0: the, the Michelins don't have the same amount of lateral grip mm-hmm. that the, the HT does. Again, it comes down to contact patch. The one thing that Michelin is on par with, and again, it's an older tire design. So, you know, the, the HT does edge it out. And like I said, I would have went with the HT if they made it my tire size. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Michelin Defender does do very well on wet weather breaking, and that's pretty much the, yes. only, cat, the only category that it's really good in. So I will say that was one after, and it, it, and it truly, just from experience, it does really good in the snow for an all season tire. It really and That's does. what
1: I, my joke while we're out there. I'm like, so is there no snow test out here? And they all laughed at me. I'm
0: like, <laughs> they're
1: like it's 95 degrees. Yeah, exactly. What it's, are we? How are we going to test that? Yeah, early so. September and. In yeah. texas, texas. <laughs> it was 95 degrees they were all laughing you're like oh you're from cincinnati make sure you drink plenty of water i'm like oh, i'm used to 100 humidity and 95 degrees like i'll be all right the 120 degree of days you guys have out you here can keep yes them. Yeah, you yes can keep i those. might be struggling um but anyways we had to do that and it was just really neat um for me it was one that you know i drive a truck we had work on a lot of trucks it was really just neat to to kind of have a lot more confidence. And, you know, when somebody says, Hey, I really like Michelin, I understand why they do very well. Um, but when you start talking price points and everything and and getting the sales mode, you know, now I feel much more comfortable saying, Hey, this is actually a really good tire. It's Mm -hmm. at a less cost than the Michelin is. Um, so that was neat. It just, it was really neat to, you know, reassure myself like, Hey, this is, this is a good choice. This is a great recommendation. Yeah. Um, so there, then we went into the VDA as they called it. So that was that big square that you're seeing. I think it was 15 acres of a basically artificial water scenario where they essentially keep it at one eighth inch of water across that entire track. So they set up road cones and you do like a little test. There's a couple slaloms in there. I mean, you're, you're, if you can get 40, that was impressive. Let's put it this way, 40 miles an hour. So it was a very much low speed maneuverability uh, through a lot of wet water. Um, wet we were, water? Yeah, wet water, not dry water. <laughs> That's it, I yeah, a completely different dry water. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm just getting so excited, right? Um mm-hmm. But, no, it was a, a really neat experience, and and I saw it all day, and I'm like, what is that thing? What is going on over there? But, anyways, we get over there. Um, the funniest part is we go through the test. Kind of he shows us, walks it through, um, they have green cones. Make sure the green cone's on your left because there's a couple times where I'm going, I don't know which way I'm supposed to go right now because it was very close. Um, but, anyways, we had four Toyota Camrys. Um, two were just your normal. The other two were TRD Sports. I will say I was really impressed with the TRD Sports. It was pretty pretty neat that that was a Camry. Um, so, one, I got to drive those, and two, just drive a normal front-wheel drive car. Well, oddly enough, talking to the guys in my group, most of them were rear-wheel drive. I mean, that's all they had ever driven. That's what they drive at the track, where I said, you know, I have a lot more experience, you know, not driving on track or Driving fast illegally, let's put it that way, <laughs> in a case in front-wheel drive cars. Allegedly. You know, allegedly. Following yeah. the speed limit, but yeah. you know, pushing a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I just had a lot of experience with front-wheel drive cars, and it was just neat that we get in this scenario where they're feeling much more uncomfortable worrying about oversteer and understeer, where I'm over here going I know what (laughs) it's going to do. Like I know what it's going to do. Um, so that was just one on a personal level. Neat to, to kind of see that comparison, but two, so we're comparing the, why am I blanking on this one too? I know the RT 45, which is a new retire that Continental has, which replaces the RT 43. Yeah. The general general, RT 45 It replaces RT 43, which a lot of people were upset about. That was Mm -hmm. the
0: big got a controversial and the rt45 does outperform the rt43 correct it's a fantastic tire and it is good it's it i think it's going to prove to be more durable just given its design um the tread blocks are larger in it it has more um full circumferential moldings Mm -hmm. so it will in my opinion hold up better over time than the rt43 did not to say the rt43 did poorly because it really was, was really a great tire but if you put it on a heavier vehicle it really wore very quickly like yes. more quickly than its competition would have the new rt45s a lot of people that like that less mm-hmm. feeling on smaller cars now say it's a lot more rigid yeah um so that's and it is but the rt43 was designed for like a smaller economy car the rt45 can branch over into crossover territory so It's a better tire, so to speak. But you know, there's pros and cons to a lot of different designs. Did you get to test out the 365 AW from general? Ah, see, that's the the 365 AW is one that I'm really excited about. It is a a tire that's designed to be an all-season, but it has the treadwear design of a snow tire. Yes. But with a harder compound. So its snow performance is said to rival that of a tire like the Blizzak. Um which is amazing and and, and in performance categories um, it's pretty close it's not as good as a snow tire per se but it's a snow tire that you don't have to take off when it gets dry outside because that's obnoxious everybody knows that legitimate snow tires you'll burn through those in ten thousand miles in the dry weather Mm -hmm. but these general 365 aws yeah they might not be the the sporty handling tire you know during the, the the dry months but they are going to shine brightly in wet weather because the, the, the tread design is great for, See, I can't for speak water for that. dispersal. <laughs> so it, it's going to extrude water very quickly from underneath the tire when it hits any um, standing water to hide, to, to keep from hydroplaning. Mm-hmm. And it's got deep tread sipes to allow snow to get in and dig in. I think it's it's going to be, it, it's kind of like the, the new Michelin Cross Climate 2. The new Michelin Cross Climate 2. It stacks up pretty comparatively against that, but I think it's better in the fact that it's a more traditional treadwear design because mm-hmm. the uh, cross climate 2 has these big v shaped patterns in the tire you guys have probably seen that it's it's literally like um uh, what are they called chevrons yeah. running around the whole tire and it looks cool and when they're brand new they're great. They, they really are great. They're actually really quiet, a lot quieter than I yeah. thought. But you notice all the um, the edges on the tread blocks are shaved down a little bit, yep. so they don't impact, so they don't get choppy. I have seen some with 30,000 miles on them. They're noisy. Oh, They're yeah. definitely noisy, definitely choppy, because so many cars run so much rear camber now, it's impossible to keep it from getting choppy. Um, but they do really good in the snow, pretty decent in the wet, but not much better than a normal tire. Uh, now, the Why 365 can- AWs... Those are going to outperform the cross climates in the snow, outperform the cross climates in the wet, and outperform the cross climates in its wear characteristics for noise and um, for noise, and then its actual grip over time. Yeah, because when those big chevron V's wear down and become hard, you know, after five or six years on the car, they're going to have next to no grip. And the other one with the smaller tread sipes in it and more flexibility in the tires in, in the actual tires construction, as opposed to just its composition, mm-hmm. will definitely benefit the handling of the vehicle as the tire wears. Correct. Just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're very knowledgeable on it, but anyways, this
1: test that we were doing with we the RT 45, we had a good year assurance weather ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that actually was I'm not going to lie. Those two, it, it actually performed very well. It was one of those tests that I was like, wow, they actually were confident enough to put a tire out there that matches what they are. You know, it wasn't one of those where it was, hey. We're going to put the you know worst tires that we can in comparison. So you think they're amazing? No, they put a tire that was great out there. And I I talked to a couple of the gentlemen that were you know with Continental in general, and they're like, yeah, this is the one tire that we have today that we will say is as close to the RT forty five, if not, it, some people say a little bit better as far as what traction goes, because mm. it would just dissipate the water. I mean, I had so much confidence with both those tires driving through it. It was a very very good test and a very very good comparison. And I will say for either one of those tires, it was, I would recommend both of them. I mean, if somebody said, Hey, I want this good year RT 45, I would say, well, it's totally up to you on price point, whatever it is, mileage rating, you know, at that point, let's weigh out those options. But yeah, I would agree with both of them. Um, And then we did a... I think it was another good year. I think it was the good year. I think it was an AS. It's just an all season, their regular all season, not their weather ready. Mm-hmm. It did not do very well. Um, and then I said, I think it was a continental either true the, contact or yeah, a pure contact. Either the true contact tour or the pure contact LS. And both of those did very well, but I was really surprised to see that the RT45. I'll
0: perform both of those. Yes, see that's the really impressive part. Now I will say, and we're just comparing. the pure contact LS is a great tire for luxury vehicles. It's very quiet and also has better at the limit handling characteristics than the RT forty five, while maintaining a softer ride. Mm. But you're right in terms of outright grip and wet weather. I mean, it was the RT forty five is really well designed for that.
1: I just had never actually gone through a test that was, hey, you're literally going to drive through one eighth inch of water the entire track. So it was just so neat to see how they handled, you know, seeing understeer and oversteer, just how these cars handled. Granted, it was a different car, and every car is a little bit different on their handling. Since
0: it's just a big square, you can duplicate the same steering angle and throttle inputs. So it's not like you're driving on a road where there's so many variables, you can't duplicate the same type. Of maneuver, So once again, you know, when I went through this, I did a fair test of like,
1: Hey, I'm just going to drive this like normal where everybody was trying to, you know, win the race. And that's what they said at the beginning of the day. It's not a race. We just want you to test to drive within your limitations and all that, because I got a little warning on the first track. You're not supposed to take the car off the track. And I bumped
0: off the track just one time and I got in a little bit of trouble for that. I one. mean, they should know if they're putting a bunch of guys out on a track in cars, it's always a race. It's always a competition. There is a winner. Yeah, (laughs) there kind of was that at least (laughs) at least I always
1: said it. I mean, the guys I was with, you know, it's okay. We're all winners. I got my one, (laughs) one up the whole day. So I was fine with that. But anyways, that was just really, really cool. It was a really neat experience. It was super just, you know, looking and actually feeling what handling and actually feeling how a car does it. So I got to learn that side of just that. That simulation and seeing how much of a difference a tire really can make, mm-hmm. um, and then also just that seeing that new RT forty five. I haven't seen a whole lot of them. I put one set on personally. Um, I really like the tire. Really like the grip. Everything, but it was just nice to say like, hey, they actually stand behind how great the wet grip is on this one, mm-hmm. and knowing that's a good tire. Definitely. So now I would say not the f- most fun. As compared to the first thing I did in the morning, but for me personally, was what I was excited about all day. Um, So we got to do an off-road portion. So it was more of a general tire. You know, Continental really doesn't do a huge off-road tire. They use general for that.
0: Exactly. They have the Terrain Contact AT, but that's really more of a showy road tire, in my opinion. It does okay in light mud, light snow, a little bit of trail stuff, but it's it's not as— If you needed to go off the road— in a gravel lot you know the, it, your normal scenarios that you would need to be off the road yeah it, it, would, it, would, it would do the job well. if you had a more apt vehicle like if it's on like a, a capable pickup truck then it would probably do pretty well but like on your standard suv you're not going to have as much you continue the general makes the serious off-road tires Correct.
1: yeah so we go there and i'm I mean, kidding a candy shop at this point i'm <laughs> so excited i've been waiting for it all day um so there was three different portions to it um, the first one was you were into, I think they were can ams. It was a two door side by side. Uh, I think 1000, I think it was a Polaris. Um, and you would go through and they had their X threes, which is they're very much mud tire. I mean, it's very much, that's what it's for off-road tire. And they also make them in side by side. So I got to rip a little side by side through, I will say it was probably the, one of the more uncomfortable things I had done all day. Um, one, I don't have a lot of experience in a side-by-side and number two, it was in Texas and I'm not used to the very extremely rocky terrain that they have where yeah. here in around, Ohio, you, mud, you can slide it around yeah. grass. Yeah. Another guy who was, who was there, he said, yeah, you know, he's from uh, North Carolina and he said, you know, for us going off roads about how muddy you can get your truck and spending hours upon hours cleaning it afterwards, you know, that's just the terrain. So for him, he even said it too, like this. I'm not as comfortable out here as some of these guys are. So I got to rip it around. Um, it was limited for a couple of portions. I got it up to about 60 or 70 over some rocks. It started to get squirrely. Um, but just the fact that this was, you know, a top tier kind of sport side by side, I couldn't get this thing sideways really? So, I mean, you know, most guys are, Hey, I want to mess around now. Number two, they also for safety, they're very, you know, prone to rolling over, but it was just the fact that I was kind of pushing this thing and I had somebody riding with me with a limiter. So, you know, if I was pushing it too hard, they wouldn't let me go. Cause it was by far one of the more unsafe ones. Yeah. Um, and that was, he limited he said, let her, you know, let her rip go. And I pushed this thing. It got really squirrely, but I was just super impressed with, you know, how this tire performs because i've driven a couple razors on stock tires and granted they do great but it was just awesome seeing this could do the rocks he said this does a great mud i've tested this out in mud um this even pushes through snow a little bit i mean it was just yeah the grip in this thing where i i wanted to mess around and i wanted to kick it sideways and i just couldn't and that was that was neat to see um so the second part is they actually had a buggy that had won, I think, the Mint Four Hundred a few times in its class, so it had an EJ twenty-five Subaru. So he laughed when we got in there um, and said, "Hey, this has the same amount of power as that side by side you just used, with about a 1, thousand fifteen hundred more pounds. So it's going to be a little bit different." But I mean, he took us for a drive in it. We're ripping. I did a ten foot jump. I mean, in the air, we're getting sideways all this stuff. So it was super neat. And that was once again, I think, the X threes as well. Um, I was just super cool to see. And then my favorite part was a off-road portion that we actually did in a Wrangler. Um, So they had three Wranglers there. You got to do two laps around one drives, one rides and you switch off. Um, So naturally I rode with the instructor that's kind of coaching us through everything. So we go through it. There's a huge Hill and mind you, the biggest thing that really, really impressed me with it. It was the general grabber ATX. Um, They were running 37 PSI. So they were running stock
0: tire pressure. It was not load down any of that stuff. And I keep looking at the ATX, but we haven't. We've only put it on one car so far. Most most of the time, people go with the General Grabber AT, like the more the one that looks a little bit more like a KO two or something like that. This is what the ATX is. Yeah, but the ATX is a little more on road friendly. No, Um, this is their their off road. Well, they've they've got two. They've got like the General Grabber. I think it's called like the AT two or something. That's the HTS sixty. No, no, that's the on road tire hts sixty on road tire. So they have the General Grabber ATX, which is very aggressive looking, um, but smaller tread sipes, It's still very much an off road tire, but it has some on road mannerisms. Are you talking the, about the H or AT three? That's it. The General Grabber AT three. That's like that's what it. That's on. really like, should just be for off road. Um, you can put it on G, but it looks a lot like a, a, a BF Goodrich KO two. Well, anyways, this is getting into it. It was just this
1: was my I had the most fun with. So we're driving stock Wrangler Sports. Yeah, they are automatic. It's in four low. You're is in it second. Two door gear. or four door? Four door. So you're in second gear. So you go over the same jump that I hit in this buggy. That we're about ten feet in the air. We go over, just roll over slowly. No, no crazy fast driving. You go through. Um, you go through a rock garden, which is a pretty aggressive rock garden. And mm-hmm. from the get go, I was really impressed that the stock Wrangler Sport was doing as well. It wasn't a Rubicon. It didn't have lockers. It didn't have, you know, any sort of suspension lift. It was a stock Wrangler Sport with general ATXs on it. That was it. That was the only modification. So we're driving Rock Garden. We go over some logs. I mean, it was a test where it was really pushing the limitations of the vehicle and also the tires. But the most impressive part, um, we go through Rock Gardens, all that stuff. So finally, you come over to, and I test it. They didn't really say what the grade was. But in the Jeep, it has an actual, you know, it, it tells you what grade you're at. So it is a, I want to say, twenty or thirty feet length, thirty degree concrete pad up a hill. Nice. I mean, something that is terrifying when you pulled up to it. This is just imagine like you're getting on a roller Felt like coaster. You were like
0: in Ninja Warrior, but you're, in a car.
1: <laughs> you're getting on a roller coaster, and it's the biggest one you've ever ridden, and it's just straight up and we went on that with these grabbers at 37 PSI and just crawled right up this thing, no problem at all. Um, but it was that's super awesome. neat to do that, and it was just the fact that that capability, we went through a mud pit, all mm-hmm. this stuff, and it was just, it performed extremely well the entire time. And I just was so impressed with that ATX that I think that's going to be the next tire I'm going to put on the truck because you should. Yeah. a few of the other guys, they said the biggest one was actually, you know, the wet traction that he does a lot of driving in it. And I got the same response from a few that he had very little um, worries about hydroplaning, which is usually something, you know, this is very much similar to the KO2s. That's what it's meant to to compete with.
0: Yeah. And those hydroplane all the time. <laughs> so just the fact that there was some real world application, it wasn't a sales gimmick. Well, that's, that's exactly it. The ATX has a lot more, like I said, tread sites. So it does evacuate water a lot better than the, and you those can start They also you know, have room for studs. tires. Yeah, So yeah, if you exactly. want to run studs in your so tires, you can, you can make them more aggressive for the snow. That's awesome. I'm glad you had so much fun down there. It was so much fun. That's good.
1: That's and good. I got to check out San Antonio. You know, that was a pretty neat place too. So all in all, I mean, it was just a really neat experience and, and really getting to apply a lot of these these applications and see these real world scenarios and, and actually have a true opinion and say, hey, I know. No, I've actually tested this. This isn't just a sales gimmick that they write on this tire. Yeah. This I, is actually true. This it's is its proven. actual performance. Correct. So That's awesome. huge shout out to General and Continental and and really appreciate the, the opportunity to be able to do that. It was by far, if you ever have a chance, I mean, absolutely do so.
0: Yep. And if you guys want to buy any General or Continental tires, I know a place it's yes. called Almer's Auto Care. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for listening to the Car Tech Garage podcast. Uh, we will be back with more content as soon as we make some more. But, hey, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it, as always.